What's up, everyone? This is the Next Tape Podcast, Episode 9 with Mikkel and Risto Dicopolis. Where we have conversations on different topics. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not Tanika. Identify yourself. No, I'm not. I'm I'm here to talk about all the video game news and the video game industries. I'm gonna learn learn a few things from me. Okay. All right. So you're taking over the podcast. Is that what you're trying to say? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're, we're we're playing. So basically, this is my good friend Russo, and uh, we're going to be talking about a lot about you know uh, video games uh, today. Uh, Tanika is not on this episode today, uh, but we're going to say hi, Tanika. How you doing? <laughs> I know you're taking some time off. So, but Russo's here to take your place for now. <laughs> so, uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, Spider Man 2 and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, game of the year predictions, and then um a little bit on digital and physical media. So mm-hmm. we're gonna start with uh Spider-Man Two and Super Mario Bros. Wonders. I played Spider-Man Two. Obviously, great game. You played Spider-Man Two. Yes, I did. And also Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh, I haven't oh, yeah. played it. I've seen trailers of it. Very, uh, very fun, creative game. Um, so let's start off with Super Mario Bros. Wonder. What do you, what do you think of the game, RJ? Well, the first thing I have to say is I've been playing Mario games for quite a long time basically since super mario brothers 3 and you know the series has definitely stagnated the 2d ones Mm -hmm. with the new super mario brothers series that we've got four games from that same series all with the same graphics all with the same music everything like that and to finally get a brand new 2d mario game after almost a decade and Seeing what they've done with this is absolutely amazing, man. They've really freshened it up while still retaining that beautiful 2D side scroll in Mario Adventure, man. Absolutely loved it. Right. Yeah. I, I know the t- past years have been like, you know, stale, boring, you know, they kept recycling the same, same, but it got creative with this, uh, with this game. I noticed that, like, you know, a lot of things are like you know coming out of nowhere, etc. Uh, how was how was um, Elephant Mario? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh, the big advertising campaign there was Elephant Mario. He's uh he was divisive, 
to a lot of uh, Mario fans, but personally, I liked it. I like seeing all the characters turn into an elephant, and mm-hmm. obviously, you can even ride a Yoshi while mm-hmm. in elephant form. It looks hilarious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going to the game, um, basically, there's two parts to every single level. There's mm-hmm. the basic level, and then you grab this wonder seed, and it just completely changes the level from doing like a 3D thing to having a big puffed up Mario to all of this crazy stuff going on. And then you have to grab the wonder seed at the very end. So there's always like two parts to every single Mario level and the music is phenomenal and the gameplay is always top notch, you know, solid 60 frames. The graphics are amazing. Obviously there's a new voice actor for Mario and Luigi. And if you played the game, you know, played the series for a long time, you can tell. You can tell, but <laughs> otherwise, I I had an absolute blast, man. I was able to just sit That's down for a day and play for eight hours straight and 100% that bad boy, man. So much fun. Nice, nice. So, like, do you think they should, is there anything that they should do more for the next game? Like, any, like, you know. Creative? That's a great question. Yeah. Um. Well, what I think this is is a is a start of a it's the start of a new 2D era for Mario and the start of a new era for Mario in general, right? Because Mario's always played it he's played it relatively safe. Mario Odyssey really did kind of change it all up because mm-hmm. you know that was a big deal and him throwing his hat and everything like that, transforming into all these characters. Yeah, they really they really mixed it up, and with Mario Wonder. It, it feels exactly the same way. And mm-hmm. honestly, if they just made a Super Mario Wonder 2, that would be perfectly fine. But uh, it, it took them a long time to make this game in general. So I mm-hmm. I don't know where they could go with it other mm-hmm. than we'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll be getting that game really soon. And also, uh, it's available on the Nintendo Switch, if you guys are wondering. If you guys, are not, <laughs> if you guys are not you know familiar, it's not on the PS5 or Xbox or anything like that. It's on the Nintendo Switch exclusively. So go get it. Fun game. Um, yeah. Uh, so Marvel Spider-Man Two. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, great game. Great game. I had fun. I it took me approximately 27 hours to finish i believe 27 yeah 27 hours and man i think it's better than the first game 100 percent. 10 times better than the first game um so what 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 do you what do do you think overall well i i guess i have a question with that is like you say it's a hundred times better than the first game Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess the main selling point of Spider-Man 2 is the story, right? Is right. having Spy- Peter Parker Spider-Man, Miles mm-hmm. Morales, and the whole Venom, and I guess you could even say Craven as well. Right. But a uh, hundred times better, that's that's saying like it's a brand new game after, right? I feel like, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe because I'm too much of a fan of Spider-Man. <laughs> and that's probably one of the reasons why. So um okay. So we're gonna say two times better. 
Lower lower the expectations a little bit, I would say. Two times better. Well, Uh, still a phenomenal game. Yeah, still a great game. Um, I'll say the story's a little bit more darker than the the first game, I would say. A little bit more darker. Um, Oh, my God, for sure. Gameplay has improved a little bit. Not too, not too much from the first game. Didn't throw, uh, but it improved it, it a little bit. The web wings, right? What did you oh, think the about web, the web oh, wings? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, it, it it felt like you know playing uh, Superman sixty four. <laughs> Superman sixty four. Yeah, Superman sixty four. You go into that, the, that's a horrible the, comparison. Oh, comparison. No, 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 no. Like when you uh, did the um. The wings. You go into the the circle, the circle rings, and then you, and then you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I felt like. That's how I felt. I felt like. So like, uh, not not well, not the whole game is Superman sixty four, you know. And I'll see my dog agrees. Uh, <laughs> can hear in the background, um, but um, yeah, uh, that's what I felt like um, using your wings. And then, um, the, like I said, the story is pretty good. I don't want to spoil it, but let's no, go. no spoil spoilers for the story. Uh, let's go into a little bit. So, what's okay. your like? What is, what is your favorite part? And then I'll go on to my favorite part of the Marvel Spider Man Two story. My favorite part has to be the story. I think. And this this is just my opinion. I think they told a better story than almost every Spider-Man movie that's came out, man. Uh, they did they did Venom so good in this game. It is phenomenal. And I, I guess we're not going into spoiler territory, but the the stuff they do with Venom and the whole Craven situation there, and right, even with going back from Miles and Peter. Um, both of them had such a dynamic story. Both of them played actually quite differently too, because mm-hmm. uh, as you can see from the trailers, the the symbiote kind of fused with Peter, right? So he had a lot of symbiote powers, while Miles he right. had a lot of those electric powers and everything right. like that, right? So both of them felt really good and mm-hmm. also really different to play, and the stories were also very very different to similar, but it was Miles growing up to be in Spider-Man while yeah. Peter, it was rekindling that old friendship with Harry. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, those were my favorite parts as well of uh, the story. What do you actually, what do you also think about this? This is a little bit of a spoiler, but like I, there, there's two, there's two things. What about Miles Morales suit? What's your opinion on that suit? Because <laughs> what suit are you talking about, right? Because the the suits in that game are amazing, right? Because you could pick the into the Spider Verse suit and it plays like that. And so not and not Peter's anti Venom suit. I'm talking about towards the spoiler alert. Towards the end of the story, you might as well just go all in with the spoilers at this point, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> no, well, I'm just gonna name like uh, say a couple things. I'm not gonna go all in with the story or anything like that, but like the the one where he has his hair out and the oh, okay. the the story basically the story suit towards the end 
what, what what's your opinion? Because I know a lot of people don't like it. And I'm going to be honest, I don't like it. <laughs> wow. I don't like the suit at all. And what's your opinion on the suit? And then I'm going to go more towards it and tell you the information on. Yeah, please do. Because I'm not familiar with a lot of the lore with the Spider-Man mm-hmm. suits. But if you had to ask me, I think it's a it's a real modern take mm-hmm. on a Spider-Man suit, you could say. Because at the end of the day, Miles is younger Right. Miles is more of today's trend and everything like that. And that suit kind of represents what people are wearing and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But if you had to ask me, a lot of people might be able to put it together that, hey, that's actually Miles over there with the hair and everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But like, I, I, yeah. The enemies might uh, think, yeah, we got him. <laughs> well, even at school, right? Because he helped out at, like, Spider-Man Miles helped out at school with a lot of assignments. So yeah. if you go in wearing that suit and then yeah. you take off the suit, you still have that same haircut. You know, right. people might question that. Or yeah, <laughs> even even like if an enemy wants to like you know get close to Miles, they could easily just snip a piece of his hair, put it put it in the laboratory, and search for DNA and just easily match the person that you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Miles Morales. So, uh, but, so, I got a source, or I saw a source that, you know, it is an Adidas ad. The whole suit is an Adidas ad. So Really? Yes. Yes. And, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because the shoe is Adidas. I, I never took a good look at this suit. I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. The shoes did this, and there's been an well, there's a Sony article out there that says that uh, yeah, that um, uh, Adidas had a hand with the the suit and the shoe. Hmm. Very interesting. So, I did you see an Adidas logo at all in yes. the suit or? Oh, the you shoes, did? the shoes, not the not the suit, but they did have a picture of the the suit in on on the in the article. I can send you that a little later, or I want to put it onto this podcast. Okay, okay. We, we finished the the episode, but yeah, that's been reported that it's basically Adidas that uh, had a, a hand onto the suit, and also the shoes is basically. Adidas, and there is a store in the game, Adidas, as well. <laughs> There's an Adidas store in Spider-Man yeah. 2. Yes. Wow. So um, obviously, they were a sponsor to put money to what's this game. There was a deal going on behind the scenes with Spider-Man 2, so that's... that's I guess... Cool. Is that really an issue? No, not really. It's been happening in generation of games, like you know, sponsors. Mm-hmm. It's not really issues. Like sports games get sponsors as well. Um, uh, I mean, so the suit isn't canon, though. This suit, at the very, at the very end, is this a could, canon suit? I'm not sure if it's a canon suit. It might go on to the next game. I'm not sure. Or is this like a just an insomniac? version of the spider-man suit right because this is insomniac's story 
mm-hmm. in the Spider-Man universe. Right. It's basically what it is. Right. Well, I mean, we'll see the next game. Might it might carry over to the next game, and it might change the suit drastically because there's a lot of people that just hate the suit. Wow, don't like it at all. I'm one of them too. So, well, went, yeah, yeah, I went on Twitter. Well, that's not good. Yeah, nobody likes it. Even <laughs> on Reddit, nobody likes the suit. Well, isn't it called X now? Hmm. Isn't oh, well, it X? Yeah, X. <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk and whatever. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah. So out of the, well, actually, you know what? Let's stop. How did you like Venom in the in the game before we go towards a conclusion? Well, there's there's two things I want to say about this Spider-Man game. Um, well. Well, you're asking me about Venom, so like I said, like I I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, 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 yeah. basically, there's a really amazing part with Venom. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of amazing parts, but yeah. the whole lead up towards Venom, yeah, the gameplay, the boss fight towards Venom, there's another part with Venom too. And it's just they did Venom so freaking amazing, and. There, there's a part where he screams and you just see all of his teeth and the inside of his teeth and his mm-hmm. tongue. And it is absolutely phenomenal. I have, I, I've never felt so much fear in a Spider-Man game. When oh, you yeah. see Venom on stage or when you see Venom in that game, man, mm-hmm. like Craven really brought it too. Don't underestimate Craven here either as well. Right. Cause Craven, he was a menace to this whole city, but Venom stole the show at the very end, and it was it was absolutely amazing. And right. I, yeah. I I don't know what else to say, but the the only downside with this game is the Mary Jane parts. So I want to know what you think about the Mary Jane parts. <laughs> I actually like the Mary Jane parts of the video game. So I don't know what people issue with. Uh, with Mary Jane, um, I'm I'm sick and tired of her being the, the oh my god, I can't really pronounce this very well, but the distanzel, the distanzel in distress, um, I can't I can't stand it. We had that with the Tony McGuire movies. <laughs> we had that with um, uh, we having that with the uh, you know the Tom Holland movie. She she's a little bit of that, um, but. Yeah, yeah. It's good um, to see a, a take on that to see her, you know, go out there and you know fight for. Her, for her. Well, because I didn't know this game, because I bought Spider Man two thinking I was going to be playing as the Spider Man, not Spider Man and Mary Jane, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, and they made her super overpowered right because (laughs) she had this amazing taser i don't know where she got this taser from but she has this amazing taser where she -hmm. can take out craven's hunters in one hit while spider-man's here punching them like 20 times (laughs) so i'm i'm genuinely confused should we have spider-man save a new york or should we have mary jane (laughs) i think we should have mary jane you know <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so so azamia make a uh, a mary jane sequel oh don't give them ideas buddy 
<laughs> make that happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They kind of made the core power. You see what happened when the, one of the uh, the soldiers just like you know pointed an arrow at her, and then the arrow hit her shoulder, and then she just like <laughs> took it, hold it out like it, it was out, nothing. Like it was nothing. Like I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, um, she's uh, stronger than um uh this this other boss character. That's in the game. So, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's right. Because remember when Spider-Man, this this arrow, remember, or I don't know if you remember, but in the game, it's infused with Scorpion's venom. Yeah. So when Spider-Man got stung by Scorpion's venom, this guy had to run around the city with, he was seeing acid on the floor and everything. He couldn't touch the floor. And he had to get this plants to cure himself. You know what Mary Jane did? Pull out the arrow. Hmm, that kind of hurt. And that was that. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah, that was fun. That was a full story yesterday. Otherwise, than that, <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I, I liked it. I don't know what other people's problem. But you, you, you didn't like it either. So, no, you know, not at all. Everybody has their own opinion. But make that, uh, make that game, uh, Zombie, uh, Mary Jane. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, with, uh, with Spider Man this time. Not you know, you know, Mary Jane, future Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what do you think about um both those games? So Marvel Spider Man two and um Mario Wonder. Yeah, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. And so, which one's better in your in your opinion? Well, both of them came out on the exact same day, which is absolutely amazing to see a playstation exclusive and a mario exclusive both mascots for the system to come out on the same day they Mm -hmm. have the utmost confidence in these games and they both delivered um both of them easily 10 out of 10 games i would say for sure especially spider-man um so my opinion on both of them um to tell you the truth the whole journey in Spider-Man and seeing all of the villains and the gameplay and the story and the graphics and the fact that you can just point on the map and fast travel and snap of a fingers, you're right there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like that. That's a true PlayStation five game right there. And that's a true game of the year game right there. But Mm -hmm. Mario wonder it just like it puts one level in Mario wonder just puts all other 2d side scrolling games to shame the stuff they can do and the things they do in Mario wonder to make it well, wonderful. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I was able to sit down and, and play that game and just absolutely enjoy it. But if I had to pick, between the two and the journey I went through with both of them, right? It has to be Spider-Man too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I haven't played uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, so uh, that I will be playing soon. But obviously, uh, Marvel Spider-Man Two, I believe, game of the year. You know, it should. Uh, well, Spider-Man 1 should have been Game of the Year 2018, but, you know, that's another story. Uh, the, 
Yeah, we won't get into that. <laughs> but we know who the real winner was that year. <laughs> but um, yeah, Spider Man Two, uh, game of the year for me. Uh, had fun, enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I can't wait for uh, what's to come for Izamiya. Uh They have Wolverine coming out soon, um, and then supposed to be based in the same universe, right? Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's uh, really cool, man. Um, I'm actually really excited to see what Insomniac does with all of these Marvel properties, because if they're oh, given the free reign yeah. with this, then the possibilities are endless, man. Yeah. 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 I do agree with that. So, um, yeah. Um, game of the year. <laughs> nominee. Game of the year nominee. That's... Let's put that in uh, big underlines under that. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens this year. But if if that doesn't win game of the year, I will go up to who owns the game of the year award, and uh, you know complain so they can change it, right? So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Going on game of the year, so game of the year predictions this year. There was a lot of games this year, a lot of great games. Amazing year this year, man. Amazing. I don't know. I don't remember the last time there was this many great games. No, I can't remember either, my friend. So, like, um, so I'm going to pick three and... You're going to pick three from the list. Why aren't you going to name off all of the game of the year contenders or? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the, um, those game of the year contenders. So like, so some of the, some of these ones I, I won't be pronouncing really wise. So just help me out here. <laughs> the legend wow. of Zelda tears of the kingdom. So obviously I got some opinions on that too, like, but obviously a phenomenal game for the switch. Yeah. Is it Baldur Gate Three? <laughs> yeah, Baldur's Gate Three. Baldur Gate Three. Uh, Starfield. Everybody has an opinion on that. Uh, that they do. The true game of the year, Marvel Spider Man Two. Amazing game. Yeah. Amazing. Resident Evil Four remake. Beautiful remake, man. Capcom doesn't miss these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, sea of Stars. Never played it. Um, I've never actually uh, heard of it. It's or well, I have. I think it's like an an old school RPG, right? It has mm-hmm. the 2D spirits or sprites and everything, like it's 16 bit. I think so. And then uh, okay, okay. Armored Core uh, Six, yeah, Armored Core Six, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, uh, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard hard work, hard work. Uh, legacy. Is that mm-hmm. yeah? Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, Diablo Four. Yes. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. <laughs> yeah. And then last, against- yeah. Then the last one, Island Awake Two. Uh, no love for Dead Space. No, that oh, Dead Space. 
will be on here. Okay, so um, Dead Space. We'll put Dead Space in there. Yeah, um, Dead Space, and uh, this might be divisive. Obviously, it might not be Game of the Year, but Assassin's hmm. Creed Mirage did come out this year. Hmm. It, and it went back to those old roots. I heard. Look, um, the wife loves the series. She's right. played every single Assassin's Creed, and she loves this one to death, too. I think it's just, if you love Assassin's Creed, you're going to love this game, too. Okay. All right. So, okay. So you're going to pick, you know, three games that um, that you uh, are predicting that will, you know, be nominated. And I'll pick my three as well. So how long is this game of the... So in the Game Awards, right? How many nominees are going to be in the Game Awards for Game of the Year? Oh, shoot. Um, are we going to have eight or I, six or... I think it's... Uh, let me let me check that. Let me... I believe it's... I thought it was always four, wasn't it? Four, no, there was no way it was four. Hmm. Right? Because last year, wasn't there six? With oh. God of War, Ragnarok, Elden Ring, Stray, Xenoblade Chronicles, um, Horizon, I think Horizon Forbidden West. And there was another game as well. I can't remember, but I don't think there was four. Four was... okay. Hmm. Okay. Especially so with this year too. All right. So let's name. Okay. So you're going to name five because I only played around like, you know, three, three of them and or only seen three or four of them. So like, uh, let's go with, I'll, I'll do three and then you'll do five because you played all of them. You played most of them. So, so go ahead and do your five game of the year predictions. My five game of the year. So the game of the year nominees? Yes. Nominee nominees. Okay, okay. Um, so we're going to get the two out of the way, even though... So Baldur's Gate 3, obviously that's been the big talk of the town. It's basically a turn-based RPG based in the Dungeons & Dragons universe. Um, both... I'm I'm not the biggest fan of turn-based RPGs, and I've never experienced anything with Dungeons and Dragons. But from what I've heard, it's one of the most well-made RPGs out there. Period. A lot of love, a lot of care put into this game, and you know, I I think it deserves a nomination. Yeah. Obviously, it's for an acquired taste. So, is it the game of the year? I don't know, but. Yeah, I think it deserves a Game of the Year nomination. Um, so my second one is obviously The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, personally, when you compare games that have came out this year, Diablo 4, Final Fantasy 16, and you compare it to Tears of the Kingdom, I feel like Tears of the Kingdom... Yes, it's a lot bigger, it's a lot grander, and apparently the story's more cohesive. Right. But, like, the game runs horribly on the Switch. It does not run good. 
on the Switch. And to even, like, I know that's going to get a lot of hate towards Zelda people, but it's the right. same art style. It's the same, it's the same everything. But you could say the same thing about God of War Ragnarok, but at least that had a continuation to the story. This game, it, it I, I don't know, because I haven't played the story, but mm-hmm. my wife, she's put in 160 hours. Clearly, everybody else has put in over hundreds of hours, and the building mechanics are amazing in it. And it really is an achievement on the Switch. So I'm going to have no choice but to put it in the Game of the Year nominations. Yeah. Um, A lot of people have that as their number one game. Uh, yeah, well, the Zoda fans are rabid, man. Yeah, so... <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, so I got three more, right? So... <laughs> Obviously, Marvel Spider-Man Two. Mm-hmm. Um, what is there to really say about this game other yeah. than um, it's it, it really is something special, and every single PS5 owner should pick up this game, man. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, and two more, huh? Um, I'm going to go out and say Hogwarts Legacy. I think that game did the community of Harry Potter and Hogwarts extreme justice. Mm-hmm. I think if you're a Harry Potter fan and you wanted to explore Hogwarts, this game does that for you. Mm-hmm. This game simulates the fact that you're a student in Hogwarts learning the spells and being a special student and being engrossed in that whole world. And obviously it's a sales juggernaut. It's the best selling game this year. And I've played the game and so is my wife and, and we absolutely loved it, man. Like there, there's not much more you can say, except this is everything a Harry Potter fan could want. Yeah. The, the combat's a little basic, Mm-hmm. But you have so many spells on your disposal. You have so many, um, just all of the school stuff you do. You study all these new spells and everything. Right. You'd rather, like, all of these pets and stuff. You, it, it's There's so much to this game and so much lore mm-hmm. and so much love and care that I think, in my personal opinion, that Hogwarts definitely deserves the nominee mm. yeah i i do think it's going to be out there and then i nominated i i really do it's it's a fantastic game man I, I was able to sit down and just constantly play it all the time and um so so we're going on my fifth nomination and yeah the last one so i got three games that kind of fall into this category which is the Dead Space remake, the mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4 remake, and Alan Wake 2. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you say? I'll go with Resident Evil 4. They made a phenomenal remake here. They stayed true while modernizing everything about it. I just I love the campiness, and mm-hmm. I love the gameplay of it. And obviously, the graphics are always good. The gameplay is always phenomenal. It's Resident Evil. What more can you ask? 
Yeah, and then out of nowhere, EA decided to uh, remake one of their long lost franchises, Dead Space, and they actually put in the work. EA actually put in the work to make a beautiful remake for modern systems, which is Dead Space. And if you're asking me, I I love a space horror game. And Dead mm-hmm. Space does it so beautifully. The graphics are amazing. The gameplay still feels the same, but with a lot of modern twists, they they kind of sh- like they make the story way more like fast tracked. Mm-hmm. I guess that might be the bad word, but they they make the story a lot more modernized. It's 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 a way more fast paced story and just. I, I love it. I I love Dead Space to Death. It was one of the very first games to come out this year and EA surprisingly nailed it. You know, it's it's amazing. <laughs> and then Alan Wake too. I, I, yeah. I love the first game. I love control. Right. Um sadly I have not played this game mm-hmm. because it is not on disc. But I heard it's amazing. And that's all I have to say about it. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll talk about that a little later on disc digital. Uh, uh, but um, yeah, um, that's a pretty good list, RJ. Um, yeah. Right. So, so do you want me to name it off again? Right. So it's Hogwarts. Yes. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Zelda, Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. And I would go with Alan Wake. Even though I've never played it, Alan Wake is in a remake. Right. Okay. Those are my five. You think Milo agrees? You know? <laughs> well, good. That's a smart dog right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I, I just only have three. So, I only played around three. But, like, the last one, I never played. But I trailed of it. So, uh, so uh, obviously... Marvel Spider-Man 2, uh, fun uh, game. Uh, the story is great. Um, the gameplay, awesome. Uh, everything about that game is just phenomenal. Uh, probably the best PlayStation 5 exclusive, right? Yes. It's yeah. probably the best yeah. PS5 exclusive. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Final Fantasy uh, 16. Oh my God, I totally forgot about that. Great game. Great game so far. Uh, I, almost, I almost finished it. Uh, but so far, I'm ha- having a great time with it. Uh, the story's good. So far. My last game is Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though I haven't played it. Um, uh, the, the trailer looks uh, great. Uh, the game looks fun. Um, yeah. I, and I can't wait to play it. And I did, did play the previous titles. Uh I had, I had decent fun with them, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of got stale. Like the second, I think the second game was the second game. Yeah, second game got kind of stale for me. Got kind of boring. But yeah, I, I had a little fun with them. And this one looks like it's a leap. It is leaps and bounds ahead of any Mario yeah. game, two D Mario game you've ever played. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Dude, I wish I would have. Gave my opinion on my favorite games that came out this year. I thought um, 
just what was going to get nominated this year, right? Because I've never played Baldur's Gate 3 or anything <laughs> like that, right? Like, that's not my kind of game. Right. Personally, I would have put Final Fantasy 16 way, way above Baldur's Gate 3 for sure. Mm. Right. I, I, I would switch those two. Okay. For sure. And um, what do you think? It's going to be uh, the winners out of that. Like, grab your predictions before we go to the next topic. Um, I think personally, I would, I would hope it's Hogwarts Legacy, but because of some topics, I won't get into. Um, I think it's going to be Baldur's Gate Three. Because it's an indie studio and it did some stuff to cater to certain audiences. Mm-hmm. But and and I'm not saying it's like a bad game or anything. I think Baldur's Gate 3 is a extremely well-made game. But I think Hogwarts Legacy delivered on everything a Harry Potter fan could want. And then also Spider-Man 2 also delivered on everything a superhero fan, not even just a Spider-Man fan, but a superhero fan could want. But my prediction is Hogwarts Legacy as winner of Game of the Year. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. Nice, nice. Okay. You know my prediction already. (laughs) It's it's Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. Revenge from 2018 needs to happen. (sighs) God of War isn't in this. Sorry to bring it up, but uh, if, That's if you're it. asking me what the best PlayStation exclusive is, obviously you know my opinion on that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, there should be no excuses. There's no um, um, God of War this time. So um, make it happen where we're running the Game Awards. Jeff Keighley. Yeah, Jeff Keighley. Um, make it happen. going to be Baldur's Gate or Zelda. Let's be realistic here. But, my sleeper. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna say my sleeper. Um. Uh. Let's see. It's gonna be Legends of Zelda. It's gonna be Legends of Zelda sleeper. You think it's gonna be Zelda winning Game of the Year? Yeah, I have a feeling it might be Legends Zelda. Sadly, you know, sadly, but uh, I do have faith in Spider Man too. So. Sadly <laughs> is sadly is right, my friend. Zelda yeah. should not. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Great great year for uh video games. Um yeah, but we... that's not all that like that's not all that came out this year, right? Because yeah, you know, we have we have Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which yes. is an amazing game. Yes. We have you know um Diablo four, which was basically just another Diablo, but it was still mm-hmm. an amazing game. And mm-hmm. and even I'm playing Armored Core 6 right now, and my goodness, that's a phenomenal game right there, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, there was a... I mean, there, there's, there's a lot more games out there, you know, like, but th- these are, like, the, the main, like, 13 games that, like, people were just, like, playing. But, like, obviously, like I said, it's been, like, you know, a great year for mm-hmm. video games in general. So, let's move on to the uh, the next topic. And the last one. 
digital and physical copy. Sorry, physical media, I would say. So there's been reports that Best Buy has confirmed that uh, they will start discontinuing sales of physical DVDs and Blu-rays and uh, discs in store online by the early of 2024. Uh, there's rumors that Walmart is dropping physical Xbox games soon, but further cuts will be made in the future that could impact other platforms so that might be meaning like you know ps5 ps4 uh the nintendo switch in their future so what what what's happening to uh physical media now uh what do you think what's happening to physical media well there seems to be a big push on having all things digital Mm-hmm. which is really the only push that it's coming from is really from Microsoft, from Xbox, right? Because they have the whole Game Pass subscription model and everything like that. Um, so I guess the two things you stated there, which was the Best Buy not selling DVDs. Well, the DVD business has... Let's just say it's seen better days, but that's why the movie industry has stagnated so much, right? Mm-hmm. Because like the only thing that's going to make a movie profitable is if it's a big blockbuster superhero movie, right? Like, yeah. or if it's a remake or something. So like, at least with like a comedy, the sales of a comedy had, the theatrical release and then it had the dvd sales to back it up so it was able to recoup a lot of the money a lot of the time now Mm -hmm. movies don't have that option right it's they have the theatrical release and then that's it it's it's going on a streaming service and it's Uh, so it's really hard for movies to make back that money with video games like (laughs) like if we look at Video games, it's so much harder, especially with how the video games are modeled, right? So let's take, for example, uh, how much Horizon Forbidden West was, how much it cost to make, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was almost $145 million to make, just that game alone. And to just plop that on a subscription service you're not going to make that money back and that's mm-hmm. how a lot of games are designed right because that's how capcom releases their games that's how assassins or ubisoft releases their games that's even how activision blizzard releases their games right. and like basically what i'm saying is like yeah xbox is leaning more towards that and obviously they even have a console that's all digital and that's a way better selling system on the xbox side than Mm -hmm. the actual series x but on the playstation and nintendo side a lot of their presence comes from the big advertisements when you walk into a best buy or a target or a walmart or a gamestop right you see a big banner that says spider-man 2 just released or mario wonder just released or something right like like 
they that's their bread and butter with with microsoft they're trying something different so i get why best buy is not selling dvds anymore that industry has just completely changed if you ask me for the worse yeah and then with walmart not selling xbox physical games that's mm-hmm. just the business model they want right they just want everybody subscribed to game pass and i have nothing against game pass but if you ask me that brings the quality of games down yeah because all you have to do is release it on a subscription service and there's no recouping that cost right Mm -hmm. so like if you release say like a big game like like diablo 4 on disc that game has to work on the disc day one right if it doesn't work people return that stuff so there's big consequences on if a game doesn't work straight out of the box mm-hmm. right but obviously microsoft has a different plan for all of this stuff i hope this doesn't affect too much of active Blizz- activision blizzards mm-hmm. like output and everything like that because they do make good games right i'm a huge crash bandicoot fan everything like that but I guess the whole physical and digital thing, I don't think that's ever going to go away for right. PlayStation and especially Nintendo. Nintendo, right. that's their bread and butter. PlayStation, I think that's a side hustle for like, you, you know, like obviously PlayStation gets more money from having a digital version, but you see the PlayStation's PS5 Slim, right? It's a detachable disc drive. They're not giving up on disc. And then the other thing is Horizon Forbidden West. They have a complete edition, and it comes on two discs, right? So the Mm -hmm. one disc is the full game, and then the second disc is the DLC, as well as Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, whatever whatever the heck they're calling it. Um, That's two discs. So PlayStation doesn't seem to be giving up on that. Yeah, Xbox, they need to try something new, right? Because mm-hmm. they're, they're not winning in the console space. They're they're not winning on exclusives. So mm-hmm. if they <laughs> like that, that's just my opinion. But yeah. if they're able to throw together their mass amounts of funds into a subscription service, because I don't know if your listeners or anybody have seen the leaks, but to get star wars jedi survivor on game pass mm-hmm. it was going to cost them like almost 200 million dollars or, or i'm just estimating here is a big number but it it would have cost them millions and millions of dollars to get star wars jedi survivor on game pass right mm-hmm. so it microsoft has that kind of money to throw around and to kind of play around and i'm happy that they're doing something different but they've bottom up this whole industry and they've made it into this whole subscription service model and video games aren't designed for that right because you can watch a movie and you're done you can listen to a song which is usually three to five minutes and you're done yes. a video game if you're lucky <laughs> on the short end it's like 10 hours right but if you got a if you got like a game like spider-man you said you put in 30 hours right I yes. played Diablo 4. That took me and my wife 60 hours to beat. 60 hours. 
yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. It took me 40 hours to beat that game. Mm-hmm. Like video games are designed to to be that way and to have them in a subscription model is just I think it's bad for the industry. And I'm I'm sorry for the rant, but I'm I'm so against going all digital, especially in video games and even in DVDs too, because I started buying DVDs again, but I'm so against that model that I I will fight it. Do you do you think uh, a lot of companies such as like you know or like such as like you know Best Buy or Walmart are looking at this, looking at the the, the metrics numbers, thinking that yeah nobody wants to uh, buy uh, physical media anymore. Yeah, they always like you know like to stay home, play their video games, watch their movies. Um, do, do you think one day? every store is going to follow suit and it's just going to be like, you know, forced people just to buy digital media. What, what, what do you think about that? Like, do you think that's coming soon? Um, so, so I guess the main question here is why do people go into a Best Buy? Right. So why, so, so I guess the question is why do you walk into a Best Buy? I guess it's just to see what kind of sales they have. And I, would you ever buy a TV digitally or would you ever buy like a washing machine digitally? You would kind of want to see what it's all about. Um, I guess it's, it's tough to say. I can see why they're not selling DVDs anymore, but mm-hmm. with PlayStation and Nintendo having such a big presence, like when you go into a Best Buy, you either think of buying a TV, a computer, or something for Nintendo and PlayStation, right? Or even an mm-hmm. Xbox, for that matter, right? Regardless of how big and small their thing is. Um, I don't think... I think the DVD stuff makes sense on Best Buy's thing. It's less stuff to, you know taken for the shipping and receiving but right. um I, I i don't think like like playstation will always have physical media as well as mm-hmm. nintendo but they could have released this playstation 5 slim all digital but they didn't they have a they have a disc an optical disc drive or whatever whatever you want to call it they're not mm-hmm. giving up yeah, that's good news. That's good news that I, I thought that's what's going to happen. I thought they were going to um, no longer release uh, the physical version of the PS5 and uh, and it's yeah, I, I, that's what I thought. But they were they re-released uh, the slim or the slim version of um, the PS5. Mm-hmm. They have a physical and they have a digital. And yeah, so that's that's good news for physical media. That means to still support it. But I'm thinking, how long is that going to last? How long is that going to you know the P with the PS6 have just a digital console, or will it will it also have a physical and digital console? So mm-hmm. that's where my worry is. It's like 
you know, um, I liked, I liked um, physical media over digital, to be honest with you. I like going into stores and buying it uh, versus buying it on digital and, you know, it downloads overnight. And then, um, yeah, it, it, I mean, I can see how, you know, people would like to just stay home and basically just download the game. But what happens if you have, you know, disconnection issues? What happens if uh, yeah. the company delists the game, mm-hmm. right? That's a big one. Yeah. Or if you have bad internet. If you have bad internet you can't afford it. Or if you're a college student and you're doing on 50 megabytes per second on your download and upload speed, like Mm -hmm. it's going to take you Mm -hmm. like three days to download a game like Star Wars, right? Like Star Wars was like almost 140 gigs. If you don't have fast internet, like look at the new Call of Duty. The new Call of Duty is over 200 gigabytes. That takes you, if, if you don't have good internet, that's going to take <laughs> you a week to download that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do. I do agree. But hopefully, you know, um, it, it will still last because, like, it will mean uh, a lot of stores will close, such as, you know, games. GameStop. I don't or think they- GameStop will. This is a whole different topic in itself. But yeah. because GameStop has kind of expanded into merchandise as yeah. well as selling games, like don't get that twisted. The used market for games. Mm-hmm. So you go in and you trade your game into GameStop. Everybody knows the deal. They offer you like 20 bucks and they mm-hmm. sell the game for like 70 bucks, whatever they're selling it for. They're making yes. a killing. They're making a killing. And as a consumer, you're looking at it like, oh, well, I can spend $89.99 on star wars or i can buy mm-hmm. the used copy for 69.99 no matter what gamestop is making like 40 dollars off of that so mm-hmm. that whole industry in itself is not stopping as well as the advertisement that ps5 and or ps5 sony and nintendo get from being mm-hmm. in store shelves right like go to the source i don't know if toys r us still sells games yeah you, you, you go to GameStop, you go to Best Buy, Walmart, that they're all still selling games and they all still have electronic section and everything like that. And right. You know, like it it all has to do with like Head, a lot of headquarters? Huh? It was you would say headquarters? What do you mean by headquarters? Like, you know, if they had made the decision like like, you know to decide not to put physical media for uh in general i can't see that happening just because yeah. not only is playstation not stopping it but ea ea one of the worst companies out there they're still making physical versions of their games right All right ubisoft is still doing it like mm-hmm. all of these companies still see the merit in having a physical game and that goes into a whole other discussion of the the saying goes you will own nothing and be happy right you'll be on a subscription service you'll be renting you'll be it's everything it's everything right you own absolutely nothing and that's exactly what these corporations want 
but at least Sony and Nintendo are keeping that alive. And I think they'll keep that live forever just because they're a Japanese company. Oh, okay. Well, we hope because like, you know, you, your your favorite game, like, you know, like you said, Adam Awake too. Um, oh my God. The company behind that, uh, that game decided to go digital because yeah. it's cheap. And, um, and, um, I think they make more money by uh, selling games that way. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, go ahead. So, do, do you want me to talk about Remedy and Alan Wake and the whole oh, Epic Game Store and everything? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Try, sorry, sorry yeah. everybody for going on these rants. Um, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just happy I'm able to get a platform to tell you how the video game industry is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, um, so basically what, what the deal was with Alan Wake too. So the story goes is Alan Wake, the first one, you know, it was released on Xbox 360, obviously physical media and everything, collector's edition, all of that stuff. So then after that, they, they did release another game called Quantum Break, Xbox exclusive. Um, there was a physical version for that and everything. And then they released another game called Control, which was physical version all the way, PS4, Xbox One, all that kind of stuff. And then they released an Ultimate Edition, PS5, Xbox Series, physical version, everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then the Alan Wake remaster which was released on PS4, PS5, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox Series and Xbox One. All physical. Everything was physical. And then and that was published by Epic Games, right? So Remedy, um, I don't know if exactly if they were bought out by Epic or not, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. basically they've had some sort of partnership where um, Epic kind of funds the projects and remedy you know remedy makes the games so basically so alan wake 2 was announced and everything like that and they said it's only going to be digital which was absolutely heartbreaking for a studio like this because they make phenomenal games i've played them all they're they're amazing and for them to just say we're going all digital because it gives us more time to work on the sequel and Mm. to work on the game to make sure there's no updates or everything, let alone there was a patch that just came out today that fixes over 200 problems with the game, but that's a different story. But Mm. basically they said, that's why we're releasing it digital. So it gives us more time to work on it and everything like that. And it's more cheap, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said it wasn't going to be eighty nine ninety nine. It was going to be seventy nine ninety nine. These are Canadian prices. So mm-hmm. basically, it was just all of these excuses. And and here I am scratching my head, like, why, why do this? Because Epic Games, which is the creators of Fortnite and everything, they literally release physical versions of Fortnite and they do all of this stuff and to see a game like Alan Wake 2 just 
completely constrained in the physical or digital form like that, it's just it's heartbreaking because that game has always been physical and that company has always valued that kind of stuff. And I don't know if Epic has the influence on that or what the deal is, but mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I'm not purchasing the game day one. I'm going to, I will buy the game no matter what I'm going to be buying the game, but right. I'm going to be waiting till a massive sale on that game. And that's just such a shame because these developers deserve yeah. so much more. Yeah, they deserve a lot. Yeah, I mean, every developer like from every gaming company deserves our money because I know how hard it is to work on these games. Um, and uh, for something like that to happen, like for it to be, you know, digital and for a fan like you to be disappointed on that, you, you don't want you don't want to purchase it on a discount day. You want to, you know, support I want to support the devs, man. Thirteen years. I've waited thirteen years for this game, man. Yeah. And I I I bought all the DLC on the Xbox three sixty, fifteen hundred achievements on that game, got it on the PlayStation five. I couldn't collect all the coffee thermoses. Sorry, everybody. But (laughs) otherwise, basically, I just think video games deserve to be on a physical media because they take they're different from movies and music. Mm -hmm. I do. I do think the same thing. I do think the same thing, too. Um, I do think video games are different than every other media and they should be treated differently. So hopefully, um, physical stays and uh and digital is not the focus so uh because i love getting uh uh physical media because uh the deluxe version of the video games you always get like artwork uh metal books or you know figurines or etc um and then if you're just getting digital you, you you get you get none of that you don't get those collectibles Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So hopefully uh, they stay with both, but sadly, I won't be surprised if one day uh, digital will be, become the focus for video gaming. So um, yeah, that's my uh, input on that. Um, so um, that. Ends episode nine of the next tape podcast. The next tape podcast is available now on all podcast platforms. We also have a website called solo.to next take podcast. Um, and for contact, email us at Mikel Tanika at gmail.com. So, RJ, we talked about, um, Spider-Man and Super Mario Wonder, um, as well as we talked about Game of the Year uh, predictions, mm-hmm. and also digital and physical media. Do you think that we had a great podcast episode without Tanika? <laughs> I cannot answer that question. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm playing Tanika. Look, it, it was just fun. Um, saying my opinion 
on video games. Uh, all I have to say was this year was absolutely fantastic for video mm-hmm. games. Um, and I'm just happy I was able to join you in this podcast. And I hope to join you in other podcasts on different opinions, man, because I got opinions yeah. on everything. And yeah, you know, yeah they could be good, good. They could be bad. Yeah, don't worry don't worry you'll be on uh future episodes so like we'll have you on oh that's good okay uh well shout out to tanika uh yes thank you shout out to her uh she's a hard-working woman and um mm-hmm. she uh likes to do these uh podcasts so i i enjoy working with her um and um, we'll keep working with her in the future so um that's it i'm mikhail and i'm greased of techopolis and we are out until next week with tanika <laughs>